Yo, yo, what up, everyone? It's my favorite day of the week, and you are listening to your favorite free game podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the world-famous Behind the Baller podcast recorded in 8K high-definition stereo sound, museum-quality professional podcasting 25.9, bitch. Okay, I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, a.k.a. The Wash Lord, a.k.a. The Korean John Cusack, and a.k.a. The Korean Earl Woods. What the fuck is really, really, really good, y'all? By the way, this is a fully independent show, so please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button. This is also a Dust Brothers production, okay? That means this shit is the best of the best. You know, my guy Miles, my guy Jordan, you know the deal. Yo, anyways, listen, BTB Army, believe it or not, I'm still recovering, like, overall in general. Just like, not even, I didn't drink that much out in Miami, but I'm still recovering from Miami. And the time zone shit ain't nothing. It's just, like, I was a different dude out there. You know, I wasn't sus. Just saying I was a different dude out there, and I don't know how the fuck Jordan is even functioning correctly right now. This shit is just fucking crazy. So anyways, guys, if you don't like golf, pretend like you do because we're going to talk about it for a little bit. All right? <laughs> I know I got the bug worse than fucking anyone, but the bug is really easy to catch. All you need is to hit one good shot, right? And some of it might be luck here and there, but, you know, it's not, you know, like... Of course, it is the toughest game in the world. There is no game tougher. There's not even an argument. There's not even a discussion to be had when it comes to that, right? And that's why so much new hate has come my way. I don't give a fuck if you're a pro. I don't give a fuck what you do. It don't matter. It does not matter. 60 million bad golfers in the world, okay? All of a sudden, a lot of motherfuckers say they're good. It's cap. I never said I was good. So I've been making amazing progress though, right? So when I do certain things and people get mad, they flip out because golf is a hard game, right? And they say to hit in the 80s in golf, like even the, if to hit 88, it's easier to hit 50 consecutive free throws than get in the 80s, okay? So, you know, a lot has happened this last week with golf. I had some dumb fuck from TikTok and Instagram who bet me. And, you know, when people bet, even if you're a rich dude, you're big, whatever, blah, blah. It doesn't matter who the fuck you are. I'm talking about, like, wealth, whatever. But for the most part, I'd like to think that people have $500 if they're going to bet. They're really talking that shit. Um, no one's betting. And no one's going to waste their time betting 30 bucks, 100 bucks. I don't care how broke you are. I'm just saying. If you're going to talk stupid shit, if you play golf, you got $500 to $1,000 in your bank account. You're not going to play. I don't give a fuck how, you know, but there's people who are, you know, they're, you know, they're of uh, modest means, love the game. You know, golf is not a cheap game. Clubs aren't cheap. You know, uh, trying to get a tee time somewhere, even at a municipal course is not cheap. But some dumb fuck bet me $15,000 that I couldn't hit it 275 yards. So I invited him, yo, man, come down to Weddington. On the second shot, I hit that bitch like 260, like right in the middle of fence, Weddington. The bottom of Weddington's 209. 
the lower fence where, where the sign is says 230. Mid fence is going to be at 250. All right, these are just carries. I'm talking about what balances, right? Upper fence is going to be 275 no matter what, period, right? Hit the upper fence. The fourth ball, I hit it over the fence. Dude's like, oh, man, well, you know, I got to wire you the money. I'm like, all right, dog, it's all good. Look, man, Apple pay me. Venmo me, cash it, whatever the fuck you got. I got all that shit. Send me a G-ball right now. So like, oh, I didn't. And dude didn't look like he really had money. The crazy thing is, he was talking about golf, and I was like, yo, bro, you didn't bring no sticks? Like, show me what the fuck you working with. I've seen people with beautiful swings. They can't play. And I ain't going to talk about my swing. My swing isn't, you know, very pretty. I know that. In fact, to a lot of people, it's ugly. But I'll say this. I know for a 100 million billion percent fact that anyone who has never touched a golf club, never swung one is what I really mean. And in half a year is hitting, you know, breaking 100, hitting the ball over 250 on a drive, hitting, you know, their putts, like, I'm just going to keep it 100, man. That shit is just not likely. So that's the reason why there's been a lot of trolls and whatever and people talking shit. But dude lost the money and blocked me. That's the most whole bitch, cornball, goofy, just sus shit in there. That's just some, that's real bitch behavior. That's just like weird shit. Like, I don't know if your dad was a bitch or if it was your mom that raised you and she was a cunt. Like, that type of shit is just weird to me. You know, if Floyd Mayweather is talking super shit, right, talks a lot, I'm the best ever, TBE, the best ever, this and that, undefeated, boom. People don't like the way he boxes, right? You know, he's a defensive dude. So he's just smart. He's on the beach. He just knows he could fucking telegraph everything you're going to do. People may lie and not like it, but he's going to win. Right? There's other people who talk shit and they just want people to people want to see him fall and whatever. I told you guys. My name is Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. Never told you guys I was good. Just telling y'all that I've made major progress and a lot of people can't do it. And it's, you know, gonna get there. But, you know, practice is a lot different. And you gotta practice. There that is, you know. I know Alan Iverson, you know, that, that practice, we talking about practice, boom. Look, at the end of the day, he's right to a very minimal degree. Like, some people really are gifted and they have it. Guess what? That doesn't mean shit in golf. Golf, you have no muscle memory. You ain't playing a lot, you ain't gonna play good. Just the way the fuck it is. You gotta practice a lot. And a lot of people who hit at the range, they hit good at the range, guess what? They don't hit good on the 18-hole course because real-life situations happen on the course. Oh, all of a sudden, you're a fucking expert, right, Ben? You know, you've you've played fucking six times on 18. Yeah, motherfucker, because the truth. You don't need to fucking play more than twice to not know that. It's going to be different. So the shots that you hit in practice, if you can't hit them in the game, what the fuck does it matter? Right? I mean, I see motherfuckers sink shit. You see Ben Simmons sinking threes. You see LeBron hit a lot of sh like shots, like making shots, and sometimes in games. You know, there's people who are, who are just scorers. They're clutch. 
And then you got a pure shooter like Steph Curry. In golf, it is a different thing, right? I don't know if I'll ever get to level. And maybe I will. But when I, when I was at the at the kingdom, there's guys at the level were like, Trotty was like, yo, uh, do me a favor. Yeah, Trevor, uh, go hit that, that cart over there. And it was like, you know, 80, 90 yards away. And I'm talking about six shots. They're hitting the cart every time, right? It's fucking impressive. You're aiming that way. You know, to draw or fade, whatever. It's, it's crazy to get that good where you can just do it at will. And the only thing that's fucking you up, and not I mean, besides being, you know, the mental part of it is the weather, right? Now, I just played in the rain yesterday, which is people like, oh, it's fucking dangerous. There was some crazy fucking lightning and thunder. Some person, I don't know if they died, but they got struck by lightning in Pico Rivera. You could Google it. Shit was crazy. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm not about to miss this game. Fuck that shit. You know, like I'm not about to miss this game. You know, I was like, fuck that. Um, I made a new friend like a month ago. Uh, her name is Maslin. She's a beautiful girl, really pretty. I know that she's been getting harassed by so many fucking people. Young girl, been playing golf for just over three years. She's really good at the game. She's legit in her 80s all day long. I don't know if she's hitting her 70s, but she's got a beautiful swing. And we had a tea time at Brookside. And um, there was just no way I was going to miss that shit. You know, so we had a tea time the night before I hit her. I'm like, yo, it's about to rain at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 5 a.m., 8 a.m., 10 a.m. And I'm just like, yo, our tea time's at 11. So I'm hoping this shit don't like continue. So, you know, I'm watching the weather. I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, man, fuck. This is my first time playing a municipal course, right? And I'm like, damn, just super excited. You know, and I have no Rondo Barrio. I got no Trotty. I got nobody like, you know, I know she's better than me, but at the same time, like, I don't have anybody to really, like, set it up. Six time ever. You know, she plays 18 holes probably three to, two to four times a week. Okay. And um, at 8 a.m., it's fucking raining like a motherfucker, right? And this is in Pasadena, California, right by my old crib, which I actually missed that crib. And this is right by the Rose Bowl. And I pull up. You know, I get a medium ball, a bucket of balls. I start hitting the range, doing a little practice. And I always, you know, I didn't know this before. I was like, you, you should hit some balls before you about to hit. And, you know, I just played in a tournament two days prior. And people always look for some stupid shit to say. Then they say, oh, they'd rather shoot their mouth off before they know what's going on. And then be like, oh, even people who really know the game, they just, because there's so much doubt, you know. And that's the first thing to say. And then when they find out, they want to be your homies, whatever. Just weirdo shit, you know? It's something I really don't even do. I'll be honest with you. Now, when you hear someone say something like, oh, man, bro, you know, like if someone just never played basketball before, it was like, oh, you know, I, I don't really play basketball, but, you know, I made uh, 53 pointers. You know, it sounds that crazy, right? So there's certain things that are believable, some things are not. And there are people who've been playing for 10 years and can't hit it 250 yards. It's not me, right? There's something that, my coach, Ron Del Barrio, told me, there is something in golf called the smash factor. That is when you hit the sweet spot in your driver. And if you hit that motherfucker with enough effort, I don't care what your swing looks like, whatever. Because obviously, I was recording with kind of a half back swing and it was going 245, carrying in the air, 265. And now I'm at least going to a full back swing. And, you know, I know it's not bad. I don't think it's, you know, obviously it's a semi-ugly swing. But again, it's improved a lot. So I'm getting ready to, to play the 18 holes. 
Moslem pulls up, she's in the balls and she's she's good, you know? She's young, flexible, whole nine. So we go and start off and immediately whole one, I had a good drive, you know? And we just start going through it. The crazy thing is, you know, it's not a 6,000, 7,000 yard course. That's for damn sure. It's a good course though. Brookside's a good course. Um, my cousin, he hits in like the high 70s at Brookside and, you know, he could have went on the tour. In high school, he was hitting in the fucking high 60s. Dude was a fucking, I just don't understand why the fuck he didn't decide to fucking go pro pro. So, you know, one thing about me is I love the driver. Most men do. And the reason why women are so good at this swing is because they're not trying to hit over the fucking fence. You know, most men are trying to kill it. And I've learned a little things like my head going up, keep your head down. It's like one of the biggest fucking things. You know, um, not using so much of your hands, right? Where your arms are, stay, keep them close together. Um, your body turning to get more distance and shit like that. Hitting the ball straight. One thing I will say is I played a lot better a couple days ago at the Mall Ball Invitational, but I'm gonna talk about that in a little bit. But, you know, what's crazy is some of the best golf I've ever played, obviously, you know, it gets better and better. But then you have shitty games, right? I had a 120, you know, I had a fucking really, really tough 7,000 yard fucking uh, Torrey Pines course. But I hate chipping. It is my worst skill in golf. It is just tough as shit. You know, when you have a ball in front of a fucking tree, when you hit it into the bunker, there's all these little fucking things to fuck your game up. So it's all mental. It's, it's a tough fucking game. You know, and on the front nine, I had a 48, which is, you know, pretty good. You know, um, thought I had a birdie, but I didn't. I, I had several pars and I, I did all right. You know, I didn't do, you know, as good as I wanted to. I think, you know, I'll get into that in just a second. But one thing about me is I hate my gap wedge. Hate my fucking approach wedge. I hate 56 and 60. I just don't like those, right? Because I'm not good at them. Now, when I'm hitting the wedge in the air, right, like up high with some loft, different story. The fucking crazy thing is, I think I use my 56 wedge more than any club in the fucking entire day. And it drove me fucking crazy. So that shit's gotta be my best fucking friend now, right? So I get to hole 12, I think, or hole, I forgot what it was. Might've been, actually, no, sorry, it was hole 10, right? And it was 156 yards, I take out an eight iron off a tee um, and I launch it. I mean, I hit it within like six, seven feet of the hole. It was fucking, one of the, it was one of the best feelings ever. Like, you know, um, it was incredible. And so uh, from there, I hit a putt and it literally came within. Oh, I say one inch, you how small, one inch, the size of my penis. One inch is how far it came. And my coach is like, yo, no, you're not, you're not getting that. It's what it is. So I hit par on the par three, but it was beautiful, right? And I was hitting bogey ball for the most part of the day, which is great fucking golf. But right after that, the whole time I'm playing with, the crazy thing is we're playing in a municipal course. And I'm not here to diss municipal courses. You know what I'm saying? There's some great ones out there. This one's cool. But there's a lot of people, you know what I mean? People love golf. It's really popular now. So usually you get paired up with another person. So there's usually four. For some reason, we got super 
fucking lucky. And I was dreading it because I didn't want to sit there and have a fake conversation, boom, whatever. But that's just what happens when you play at a municipal course. And if you got money, you know, join a country club. That's why I'm doing that. But, you know, we were lucky. So there was a, a guy in front of us who was playing really slow. We weren't tripping, whatever. Then we got some this group of four Vietnamese dudes that were playing like, you know, semi-fast, I thought. And they were complaining. Like, what's up? You know, blah, blah, whatever. When we got to the turn, right, we decided to eat. So we had a little snack, you know, shoot the shit a little bit. And the guy's like, yo, can we go? Like, go ahead, go ahead. We ate, right? And then they went ahead. And then we realized they were fucking kind of slow. They weren't near, nowhere near what I thought. I was like, oh shit, maybe this dude in front of us, and this dude was really like, there was a point in time where he was almost 300 yards out from the tee. And you know, I'm not big on etiquette. I don't really know. And Mazla's like, no, hit the ball. I hit the motherfucking ball 285 yards and almost hit him. You know, I said four the whole nine. He's like, yo, great shot, boom. So after that almost birdie, these guys behind us come up to me and they say, yo, man, can you speed up? Because you're playing slow. And this guy was a fucking dick. He had a Boston Celtics hat on. He was, I was just like, what, bro? I'm like, first of all, dude, guys in front of us are playing slow. And he's like, listen, man, I'm just letting you know you guys are playing too slow. If you could speed it up, because it was just two of us. I was like, listen, fucking dick fuck. Both of us are playing par for the course right now. The fuck is your problem? He's like, dude, just speed it up. And I was like, or what, dog? What are you going to do? I think he had, he, yo, dude thought shit was sweet. I think people really forget when they see me in person, I'm wearing a fucking, you know, a really nice golf shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like wearing off, he has some whatever clothes on. It was some other fucking fat, sloppy motherfucker. And then there was like two Korean people with them that were just probably didn't say shit. And I was like, what's good, bro? I was literally like, man, thank God I don't have my gun because I would have shot this dude in his fucking ankles, right? That's one thing I can do. I got good aim. He was just such a fucking loser. Like, They're off the green now. You go ahead. I'm like, dog, don't worry about what the fuck I'm doing. If you want to play through, go ahead. And the funny thing was, as time went on, these dudes wasn't nobody special, right? This motherfucker wasn't hitting no fucking crazy balls. I don't give a fuck if he plays. The dude was, he was a ginger too. Oh, you're being raised. No, fuck that. I just, something about the behavior from 75 of the gingers I've come in contact with, my personal reaction have been fucked up with gingers. Was, oh man, I'm gonna cancel Ben for that. I don't give a fuck what you guys do. Dude was a ginger and he was a Boston Celtics fan. And people say, oh, well, you just rooting for the Celtics the other day. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about this dude was some old school on some fucking Nazi type shit. So he got in my head, completely took me out of my game. For three holes, I hit six in a row. Six, score six, par three, six. Par four, six. Right? Another par four, six. It just it just took me out of my game. I had to smoke some weed. Thank God I brought a fucking pen on me. Smoked some weed, chilled out, drank some water. And Madison was like, yo, man, you got to chill out. And she was actually getting scared. And it's like the second time I've ever seen this girl. Like, you know, I wanted to trip out and think like whatever in place. I'm trying to get this girl a check. I'm trying to do all these things. We got this fucking tournament coming up. I got a gang of shit going on. And I, I lost my cool. And it was just, it was fucked up. Ended up finishing it out. I shot a 95. I'm not even mad. I broke 100. I think realistically, I could have probably took five strokes off my shot. And 
you know, it is what it is. That's fucking golf. There's nothing you can do about it. So I don't know. It was good. But uh, a couple days ago, I played it at um, Braemar Country Club in Tarzana. Didn't love the club. It was fucking weird. It was, um, they have three nine-hole courses. It got real fucking confusing. Rondell Barrio, my coach, has played there probably 100, 200 times. He's played at Brookside probably hundreds of times. So every single hole, like the back of his hands, it's crazy how good Ron is. And it was a two-man shamble. If you guys know what a shamble is, not scramble. Even if it was a scramble, it's like you play the ball through every shot no matter what. So, you know, even though there, there's someone, you know, scramble, it's like who has the best shot. Now, if you have a two-man scramble, pretty much it's like who's going to carry it, right? And I thought that Ron was going to carry me because he's a fucking pro. But no bullshit. I think 90% of the fucking time, my putts were being the ones that were being used, right? That we used at the end of the shamble, right? And it was crazy. 18 holes. I put 24 times on Monday at the Mall Ball Invitational, right? 24 fucking times in 18 holes. You know how fucking crazy that is? It's insane, right? So that means that only on fucking six holes did I double putt. And we shot one over par. And it was fucking 96 degrees in the deep valley in Tarzana. It was fucking hot as a bitch. I got to give a shout out to Sam Yee, pro golfer. This man gave me these armbands that cooled my arms off. They felt like they were 75 degrees all the time. I always felt, I felt hotter yesterday in the rain. It was the most weirdest weather playing at fucking, um, at Brookside, but it was crazy. Um, I played the best golf I've ever played. Also had Ron telling me everything to do like a good caddy would tell you. So it was totally different, you know. Now, what's crazy is, as most of you who follow me have heard, I am hosting a golf tournament. It is my first annual, first ever golf tournament. It is called the Wash Lord Invitational, WLI. My man Popeye is producing this event for me. He used to produce a lot of golf tournaments. So we have a fucking lit ass golf tournament at a Jack Nicholas course. I'll reveal more details as we get it. When we get the splash side, when we get the fucking, you know, the whole, all the details and everything. I'm aiming for like 120 golfers, you know, probably. If we could squeeze 140, somewhere more than that, fucking beautiful. Because I need more spaces because I have right now, as of right now at 6.15 a.m. on Thursday, I have like 507 people who, who have hit hit up like we want to play. Now, I'm going to be real with you. I give you guys more details here than I do online or I do I do on the internet, whatever. Entry free is probably going to be somewhere around 500 bucks. Okay? Now, you know, there's going to be four-man teams. It's going to be a scramble. But cheaters, motherfuckers will find out if you cheat, period. Oh, how are you going to find? Trust me, we will. We'll, we'll figure it out. But the winner of this tournament, the four-man team, is going to get some shit. And when I say some shit, like, you're going to get some chains, right? Not only that, I'm giving away a brand new fucking luxury or exotic car. Could be a Bentley, could be a McLaren, could be a Lamborghini, could be a Rolls Royce. But it's going to be a new luxury car for my hole-in-one contest. That means if somebody hits a hole-in-one at this course... You're going to win a fucking car. And it's very tough to hit a home one, of course. But if you do, and I want you to, 
you're going to win a motherfucking car. So it's crazy shit. We got sponsors coming in. You know, I think every fucking hole might be taken, you know what I'm saying, by next week. So it's just like, if you want to sponsor this tournament, hit Popeye Vasquez. He's on my Instagram. You could actually do some sponsorship info at the washed lord at gmail.com. That's the washed lord, exactly like it sounds, at gmail.com. Um, but this tournament's gonna be fucking super lit. TaylorMade's gonna be involved. We're gonna do probably custom gloves. They're gonna provide the balls. You already know how fucking expensive. Well, if you don't know, TaylorMade golf balls are expensive. They're gonna provide the balls. They're gonna sponsor. We have fucking big liquor sponsor. We got some shit. This is gonna be a dope ass tournament. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Sponsors are gonna take up a lot of the spots. You know, some celebs. I'm not gonna have no pros playing. It's just stupid. You know, you can't let a pro play. It just ruins your thing. There might be some ringers. I don't know. But like, you know, they're gonna be the people who spend all this money, whether they drop 10, 25, $150,000 in sponsorship money. You know, it, that'll um give me basically, you know, that, that will bring more detail to how many people they're gonna get to, you know, have free entry to the tournament. Now, there's guys who might suck. I'm gonna have Kid Cudi play probably. I'm gonna hit him up like, yo, fuck this. I'll get you some clubs. Let's, let's, get, let's do this. But the whole key of the thing is to have fucking fun. That's what I want to happen at this tournament. I want people to have fun. Now, if you are a super follower of mine, you're gonna get priority access, right? Just what it is. I don't want people to play just because they wanna hang out and meet me, blah, blah. We got other opportunities for that. If you actually play golf, you know, you ain't got to be good, but if you actually play and you're a super follower, then we're going to figure that out. I'm going to allocate like, you know, maybe 10 spaces for super followers. But if I'm lucky, I'm going to try to have like 50 open spots to the public. If we do 140, 144 golfers, then I'm going to have, um, you know, probably shit. Yeah, you know, probably 60 some odd spaces for the public. And please believe me, it's going down. You know, it is it is what it is. And so when you think about the swag bags, the shit that we're going to have, there's going to be a fucking nice dinner after that. So we're all going to eat and chill. You know, we're going to have music. We're going to have drinks. You're going to have, we're going to be fucking drinking at every hole almost. We, If the course allows it, we're trying to find out now legally. Um, even though it's legal in California, it's up to them to if they're going to accept cannabis. When I do CBD, I don't know yet. We're going to figure it out. But the washed Lord golf tournament is coming april or may 2023 we are looking for logo designs if you can design a fire ass logo i will let you enter the club and i will the barter that you'd get would be crazy or if you have a logo fee fuck it you know what i'm saying but i'm just telling you the barter and the shit that comes for that logo will probably be 10 times more than, than the monetary value you have for your logo chart fee or whatever it is Okay, so if you could design a fire ass logo for the Wash Lord Golf Tournament and think of like a crest, obviously maybe some golf clubs, something dope, you know, maybe in a circular design, maybe in, again, a crest design, something boom, that has maybe the BB logo, maybe it doesn't. In fact, it don't need to. Just has to say Washed Lord, right? Doesn't need to say golf anywhere. If it can fit invitational the right way, cool. So if you design logos and you want to be a part of this, Email thewashedlord at gmail.com. Now, this is a business podcast, and you know, I talk about finances and things like that. We are in a recession, I get it. 
personally, I'm just going to tell you guys, I'm entering my third negative month, right? And I've never had more than one negative month, right? In the last 12 years or so, since the last recession. Usually it's December because it's Christmas. I take care of a lot of people. Bounce back January because Valentine's Day is big for, you know, shopping, all this other stuff. But I've been turning down work. I've been doing other things and focusing on golf. When I hear people laugh at it, think about, you know, oh, you're tripping, whatever. I dove right into to DJing. You know, it took some work here and there. Boom, you know, became good. I was a big fucking DJ. I was very successful as a disc jockey. Um, as a nightclub DJ, as a tour DJ, and then I was also a record executive, right? And then I pivoted into sneakers, selling shoes, designing shoes, doing all that. And when I was doing that, people were like, shoes, what the fuck? But it wasn't like something like golf, you know? And I've already kind of had success in golf as far as business goes, right? Do you guys realize I'm represented by XL Sports Management? It's the biggest fucking pro sports, pro golf agency in the world. We, they represent the biggest golfers on earth. Tiger Woods, Colin Morikawa, right? Just and the number one women's golfers in the world. So, you know, when I told my agent that I wanted to pivot a certain way, he was like, yo, shit, let's fucking do it. So you think... Someone who's become one the biggest jeweler in the world and I've had three, almost four pretty much successful careers. You gonna tell me I can't? <laughs> that ain't no cocky shit. I'm just telling you. You know, there's things that work, things that don't. I'm just letting you know when me putting this type of effort in and what I want to do, that's one of the reasons that's driving me to be good at golf because I don't want to embarrass TaylorMade because I'm fucking endorsed by one of the biggest golf brands in the world. I want to embarrass my agents. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let me get good. And I don't have a lot of time to do it, right? 60 million golfers can't even come close to breaking 100. And I'm trying to get in the fucking 70s. I just don't think the 60s is, is just achievable. And I want to be consistent, right? I want to be in a single digit handicap like my boy Kai Bentley. Never fucking thought in, in a million years, you know, that he's a single-digit handicap. And it's crazy he is. So I'm starting to meet more people that I know. They're actually, you know, really good. And they, they were good and they just don't play. And they're starting to get back into it. But it's a fucking amazing game, guys. If you don't play it, we are women too. Start playing. Fuck it. It's crazy. But yeah, I'm starting to pivot a lot of shit towards this because I'm really going hard body with this shit. And the Wash Lord Invitational is going to be fun, you know, be a one-time year, you know, it'd be an annual event. I got some other things I got planned up my sleeve with Popeye. But yo, I'm starting to get cotton mouth right now. Shouldn't have smoked this early. But yeah, we're gonna get take a break real quick. And uh when you hear that music right there, you know that that's Lakey Lake. And that means that commercial time is coming. And yeah, Miles, uh let that be ride for a minute and let's pay some bills. We'll be right back, y'all. Shopping for new clothes can be time-consuming and stressful. 
why not let Stitch Fix do all of the work? When it comes to looking good, Stitch Fix has you covered. Say goodbye to endless browsing and hello to fresh picks curated for your size and taste. Whatever your style, now more than ever is the time to rock it. But maybe you can use just a little nudge to find some new looks. That's where Stitch Fix can help you out. First, take a few minutes to set up your Stitch Fix style profile. Answer a few questions in a quiz about what you like to wear, what you don't, and how open you are to trying new styles. Then, Stitch Fix's expert stylists will go to work finding items exclusively for you. Every piece is handpicked for you and is unique to your size, style, and even your budget. Stitch Fix will send you five pieces to try on at home, keep what you love, and send back what you don't. Shipping, returns, and exchanges are easy and free. Plus, there's no subscription required. Try once or set up automatic deliveries. There are no hidden fees ever. Sign up for Stitch Fix and get the season's latest pieces for women, men, and kids. Sign up today at stitchfix.com baller to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com baller to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer. Purchase within two days of sign up. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. I know that when I'm feeling burned out, that I can't be at my best. And I've got way too many mouths to feed for that. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. Being able to talk to a trained professional is a game changer. And if you're listening to this and have been thinking the same, see this as a sign. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Behind the Baller listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash baller. That's betterhelp.com slash baller. Now, BTB Army, I have told you before and I will tell you again, you need to have your money working for you. In times like these, who doesn't need a secondary income stream? All right, well, here it is. You've heard me talk about Captain Picks, a sports betting consultancy company I own with Jordan, Miles, and Michael Rapport. But have you joined yet? If you haven't, now is the time. Go to CaptainPicks.com and use promo code BALLER to get a daily or weekly buy one, get one for free. The summer is on fire with UFC, MLB, PGA, WNBA, rugby, and more. We are also all over future picks for NBA, NFL, and strategy for fantasy football. Honestly, 
We make it so easy for you that you do not need to even know anything about sports to win on the daily, and that is no cap. Our expert captains lead our community of winners every day in sports all around the world. Why are we the best? Because we care. We care about your winnings. We care about your time making it fun. Make friends and stack wins. Take our picks and grow your bankroll on your favorite sportsbook platforms. We are here to break all bookies. There's not a more knowledgeable community in the industry. We have membership plans to fit every budget. And if you opt in for a subscription, there are big savings to be had. Go to captainpicks.com and use promo code BALLER to get a daily or weekly buy one, get one free. Yo, yo, we are back. Um... I had a Zoom call with the God, Takashi Murakami. It's my big bro. It's one of the greatest living contemporary artists in the earth today. And he is a fucking legend. And um, we had a tour planned in 2020, the summer of 2020. And it got obviously canceled because of the pandemic, COVID-19, all that shit. But I'm here to tell you guys, first... BTB Army for anybody else that the Ben Baller Takashi Murakami tour is back on. We are lit. We got a lot of big shit popping. It's probably going to be maybe at the end of this year. It's going to be next year possibly, but we are back in cracking. Uh, you know, we are looking at Hong Kong, Tokyo, possibly Seoul, Korea, Paris, London, New York, and uh, maybe add some more cities to that. But it's it's going to be dope, and I'm I'm fucking excited. And he's actually proposed something to me about something else. So I'm super, super fucking hyped that I'm working with Murakami. And he's been killing it in the NFT space. And people are just complaining about this, this, and this. But NFT shit. And he's just such a fucking nice guy. It's sad. But I'm fucking hyped. We had a great fucking meeting. And that shit's going down. I'm fucking excited about that. Um, speaking of NFTs, there's this crazy conspiracy going around. And I haven't dug deep into it. And I don't think I will. But I've had people give me cliff notes and shit. But Board Ape Yacht Club is getting a lot of heat right now. And look, we know when you're like the hot this and that, whatever, and people are talking shit. But the thing is, I've never been a fan of BAYC. And I've said that before. I don't give a fuck. One of my high school friends I grew up with that is a very successful dude, and he's behind the company. Just a lot of weird shit. All right, but there's Nazi conspiracy behind BAYC. And the ape coin has gone to shit, right? But everything else has gone to shit, so it's not fair to, to take them out. But I hate conspiracies. And they talk about Nazi stuff and say, oh, this makes sense. You could be a racist, blah, blah. I don't know, man. My boy, I'm not going to say his name. Sure, you know, my boy is Jewish. He's not Hasidic Jew. He's not, He's not. you know, um, Orthodox Jew, but he's Jewish, man. He's proud to be Jewish. And not just that, I'd like to say that 90% of his friends are either Jewish or black. And so you could be racist. No, 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 man, no. I legit got homies who own board apes who are blacker than black. Motherfuckers are blacker than a church shoe. Black as fuck and proud as fuck to be black that own board apes. So I don't know about all that shit, man. It just it just fucking sits weird. And you know, um, but again, man, you know, who fucking knows, man? It's just crazy as hell. Um, if it were to fail, whatever, boom, you know, great. I don't think the fucking big celebs that, you know, got gifted the fucking board apes through fucking moon pay or whatever, I don't think they'll be you know, tripping, but crypto is still in the shitter. But what that means, like for real, what that really means to me, 
is that I'm just going to forget about it for a while. And someone's like, oh, easy for you to say. No, not easy for me to say. Because you shouldn't fucking invest in something that you can't afford to lose. There is gambling. And that's life. And I've said that. But what has crypto been shitty for? Maybe, what, two months? And let's just say it's shitty for another year or two. It, it, guys, long term. Anything quick or microwaved is not going to get you rich the right way. Be rich on some small shit, go ahead and buy some cars, do some stupid shit, and not fucking invest in no wealth and invest in your future, and you just, you're done. Okay? It's like drug dealers. There's never been a drug dealer, not in history. And I don't chop on nobody. He's the, you know, had, uh, you know, but he's in jail right now. But people are living good in his family here and there. Look, name one drug dealer in history. Small dude on the street, someone you know from fucking, you know, from Alabama, from North Carolina, from Compton, from fucking Detroit, don't matter where it is. Name one that had a happy ending. It's not going to happen. Okay? It's like lying or stealing or cheating. And people, somehow like to associate me with like lying shit and it's just funny to sit there and then they get proved wrong and they just what they immediately get shut up again but when you lie you steal or you cheat and you are a public figure you are eventually going to get exposed all right even look at kevin hart that shit came and went but a motherfucker will get it and some people could overcome it some people can't just letting you guys know that ain't my mo now, before we get into some sports talk, I went to go see my doctor. And for those of you right now who follow this show because of the I Am Rapport podcast, or you're also a fan of Mike Rapport, please hit him up in the DM, comment or something, and say something nice. My man is going through a, a tough time health-wise, and his ulcerative colitis is actually eating him a different way. My shit acts up all the time, you know, here and there. The intermittent fasting is still going on. I just let it go for 48 hours or I want to say maybe like 60 hours in, in Miami, but um, I'm on point with it. I've been on point as soon as I, you know, got back home. And um, Mike's going through some shit. He's going through a little health issues um, and uh, send some love his way. But I went to go see my doctor and, you know, we did some blood tests and stuff and my testosterone is real low. And... It's been borderline low for a while. You know, I got a full physical during the pandemic. Actually, it was last year. So I went to go check him out. And um, so I'm getting a testosterone shot to up my testosterone. Maybe that's going to help my golf. I don't know. It's not about some roid rage type shit. It's just something that actually helps out a lot of things. Gives you better sleep. Um, as someone my age, you know, who... Be real with you guys. When you get 40, look, a couple things that you're going to need to do. You should get a colonoscopy to make sure you're all good up there. You know, you know, check for cancer and understand that your dick ain't going to get as hard as it used to when you were fucking 18, 22, 25, 30. Some people, it's a rare thing, right? You be like, you keep that mojo up, boom. But I'm telling y'all, 40, it goes down, 45, it goes down and almost at 50, it goes down. So testosterone, you know, getting testosterone shots and getting, you know, the right amount when you get blood tests. It will help your libido. It'll obviously give you a fucking better erection, all that stuff. And that's not really the whole reason why I'm doing it. It's more so because I just need that motherfucking balance. But, um, oh yeah, so getting to some sports shit real quick. I had a 35-minute call with Tyler Lockett the other day. He is the star receiver of my beloved Seattle Seahawks. 
but he is not just my, you know, the beloved. He, he is a all-pro wide receiver. This guy is top 10 wide receiver in the NFL, and he's fucking 5'10". It's crazy. Dude is a very religious dude. I don't take that away from him. He's very, he doesn't curse, nothing. He's just a good guy. And we had a really good talk about the state of the Seattle Seahawks right now. And he's like, look, man, a motherfucker's got nothing to lose. And you keep doing this over-under prediction shit at three games, four games, whatever the fuck it is. He's like, that's when you shock people. And just the way he broke shit down, it was real as fuck. It, it was a legit-ass talk. He was breaking shit down about, you know, Drew Locke, breaking shit down about Geno Smith. And I ain't gonna cap. I'm being real with you. I'll be the first one to start complaining. That's what most fans do. I believe him. think our defense is gonna be lit. I think our run game is, is, you know, depending on Chris Carson. I don't know. Maybe this new dude comes in. Um, forgot his name. The draft pick we got. But I know Rashad Penny is ready to go. And that motherfucker was like a rocket. Right? Do you guys remember Rocket Ishmael? I doubt any of the fucking listeners are even fucking know who the fuck that is. You guys are way too young. It's, which is crazy because I'm fucking old school. And I could go further and go, you know, deeper into my bag into the 70s and 60s and shit. But we had a really good talk. And Tyler Lockett gave me a lot of faith. And then just yesterday or last night, I saw that Baker Mayfield is actually a serious consideration for the Seahawks. And, you know, I was back in Deshaun Watson to a certain extent, and he's settled 20 of these 24 lawsuits. It's four here and there. Boom. I'd love to see what the NFL is going to do. And if they suspend him, how does Baker leave? Not exactly sure because I've never really looked too deep into it. And some like, well, you should go fact check or you should go do No, motherfucker. I just know that we're interested and they wouldn't be interested if, you know, the Seahawks wouldn't be interested if, if it wasn't like, you know, an option. Now, Baker Mayfield, keep it 100. He's probably a better quarterback than Geno Smith. Definitely a better quarterback than Drew Locke. But does he know our offense as good as Geno does? I don't know. So I'm not really tripping. I'd rather use that money on somebody else. We'll see what happens. But yeah, that's just some crazy shit. Um, in a, uh, let me look at the calendar. Where the fuck is the calendar? In, the fuck? Oh, so today is 23rd. Yeah, yeah, so the, today is the 23rd. One week, two, so in nine days, UFC championship fight goes down. It is a double header championship fight. We got my man, Max, Max Holloway. Fine, I forgot what dude's name is for the third time. For the belt. And we got my man, Israel Adesanya, fighting for a belt. I'm going to see Israel in a few hours. No, a few hours. I'm sorry. Later today. It's hella early right now. He's in town. And um, it's going to be fucking lit. I have never been to a UFC fight. And uh, I think I'm sitting in Dana White's section. So it's like the, the best. It's like sitting on the floor. Right? So I'm excited. I got wifey coming. You know, Nicolette's excited. She's actually been to a UFC fight before. She's actually worked some of them before as a model. But I'm super, super pumped to watch Israel, you know, keep his belt and Max get a belt back. This is going to be dope and it's crazy because, you know, both these dudes are blessing me with shit. Israel's got this dope-ass after party that um, is going down. We're staying in the same hotel. I'm just, you know, I'm only in Vegas for a day or so. But the funny thing is I got to go right back like three days later and shoot for NBA 2K again. I just renewed for another three years. I can't fucking believe that I've been in NBA 2K the game for three fucking years 2020 2021 and 2022 i have been the wash lord has been in nba 2k the game for three years and i'm doing another three years 
So they got to rescan me and all that shit, good stuff in Vegas. You know, we have a little party out there for NBA 2K. But anyways, back to UFC. I've never been to a fight before. So I'm fucking excited, but I'm excited to hang out with Max, hang out with Israel and, you know, shoot the shit and all that good stuff. I'm excited to go back to Vegas. Um, I just realized I haven't been to Vegas since the fucking pandemic, uh, you know, since they opened back up and everything. And, you know, um, with monkeypox and all kinds of crazy shit. I watched this crazy documentary on this just terrible fucking like news report about day parties in Vegas and how much feces, fucking STDs, uh, fucking, uh, what the fuck is like E. coli, just terrible ass fucking diseases that exist in these pools. It's fucking gross. So yeah, you won't be seeing me at middle of fucking day in no pool. You know, I should just, oof, fuck me up. Um, last topic of the day before we leave is the NBA draft. That is also tonight. NBA draft is tonight. I have never been so unexcited about an NBA draft, right? But, you know, I had to check it out. I was like, yo, what the fuck's going on, man? Let's see what's, what's good with this fucking NBA draft. And I'm looking at it, and, I, you know, obviously, I know definitely the top 10 dudes, you know what I'm saying? I don't watch college basketball like that. But, you know, you watch SportsCenter enough, you're going to be, you know, see these dudes getting highlights and shit and everything else. So I do think that Jabari Smith is going first. Um, it could be Chet, you know, Holmgren, depends on what the fuck, you know, these teams want to do. Paulo Banchero is a fucking, such a baller, right? And I think he's going three. But all I care about is who the Lakers didn't pick up. And guess what? They don't have a first round draft pick. And, you know, there's all this talk right now with Kyrie Irving coming to the Lakers. And, you know, he's a headache. All the load management bullshit, the virus bullshit, the vaccine bullshit, all that stuff and everything else. But I'm keeping 100. I would love to see Russ get the fuck out. And just, Russ has been weird as fuck. I think I told you guys, I was like, I supported dude and everything. Just, dude, it's just weird, man. I don't know if he's just crazy or whatever the fuck it is, but weird. Same with KD, man. I had some weird ass conversations with KZ in the last couple weeks. And I'm like, yo, man, I'm, I'm good. Like, I don't give a fuck what them. It, it just, it's so weird how they dick ride some of these other people. I'm just like, man, I'm just so glad I'm, I'm, I'm on my own dick. Weird as hell. If I made $40 million a year, man, I would not be just, I don't know, man. It's just weird as hell. Last thing I'm thinking about some gang shit or any of that bullshit. I'm not thinking about none of that shit. Fucking weird. But yeah, I think Jabari Smith is going first. Lakers, man, if we pick up fucking uh, Kyrie, man, I, you know, the headaches might be worth it. But I just think that LeBron is just weird. He's clocked out, man. It's just, you know, that NBA, uh, the championship party parade in San Francisco, thank God I wasn't in my city at that time. Clay Thompson made me like him. Draymond Green did not make me. He sounds fucking corny as fuck. They're just that whole shit. It's just, nah, dog. Like, no. 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 Clay, though, I fuck with Clay. That shit was funny. You know, some of the dudes that were celebrating that didn't really participate in the finals, you know, they participated in the team, though, you know? Like, I became friends with Juan Toscano, you know? And, like, I feel bad. Like, motherfuckers are, like, you know getting at him because he's talking about he's a world champion like he is let him be you know what i'm saying just because he's not a fucking starter it's fucked up next wednesday june 29th baller breaks is back remember we're doing this bi-monthly now june 29th baller breaks is back the best sports card breaking show on the internet p 
period, nothing better. We're gonna be breaking some shit, okay? And by the way, guys, in the month of July, Baller Breaks is gonna give away a box of Flawless. I am not joking, you guys. Yes, you already know that is real. That is car money, okay? Baller Breaks only on the network app is coming back June 29th. That is next Wednesday. Guys, I wanted to quickly say again too, my TaylorMade collab is pushed back and not like it's not gonna happen. It's just pushed back a little further and we're all good, all right? So we're, we're good. I just had to tell you about Baller Breaks. Please tell a friend to tell a friend about this show. I'm going to have some more interviews coming up. There's been some shit that's been going on, and I've just been obviously dealing with it day by day. Golf, I'm telling you guys, when I get out there, I don't think about it. It's like the last thing I think about. And it's just, it's a mental game, you know? So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Yo, numbers are up. We're doing good. Everything is love. We'll get this video shit up. We got a lot of things going on. Don't forget about the Wash Lord Invitational. If you are a talented graphic designer, got some shit, please submit some logos. Let's get this shit popping. Much love to everyone that is listening the BTB Army. You have no idea how deep I fuck with you guys. All right? But we are out. My man Lakey Lake is playing in the background. I don't even talk this long with that music like that in the background. Okay? So ride out to this beat, and I'll see you guys on Monday for the weekend wrap-up. Peace. Mm-hmm.